Hello everyone, welcome to the second episode of Make Your Own Destiny podcast, the number one podcast in the entire world. Today we're going to talk about whether real estate is a scam or not. I know most of you are aware of the word real estate. We're going to discuss what is real estate. For those who don't know, we're going to discuss the advantages of real estate disadvantages of real estate we're going to discuss the ways that you can invest in real estate and we will also share our opinions like our personal opinion on real estate of course if you don't know who we are uh, my name is Musa and I have my, my co-host here who who will introduce himself yeah later later on this podcast also before we start anything one thing we're going to tell you is a disclaimer that everything we talk about on this podcast is based on our personal opinion and should not be taken as financial advice. So if you need any financial advice, please go and consult your financial advisor. And of course, we're going to drop a lot of value to you guys today. Everything we're going to speak about on this podcast today is for free. All we need you to do is to like, subscribe, follow us. I'm with my co-host here. His name is Monty. So Monty is, is very big on real estate. He's going to tell you more about that. Yo, Monty, how are you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm good, bro. Back again with our second episode. It's a big, big question. Is real estate a scam? Well, we've seen this question appear in a lot of social media platforms because um, we have people that post a lot of online courses where people that post their houses, but no one really knows the uh, no one really knows the reality behind real estate, whether it's very advantageous or it's disadvantageous. And today we're gonna tell you guys all of the advantages, disadvantages ways how to make money, our personal experience. But then as we said, the disclaimer that we're not financial advisors, which is just our personal experience. If you want a financial advice, go to your financial advisor. Anyways, yeah. Financial advice is not cheap. <laughs> it's very expensive yeah, because, you know, if someone gives financial advice, it's all about money. So probably you're going to pay for that. Yeah, and there are people who are licensed to give financial advice. I think what we should tell them is that this is just... It's make your own destiny. So we're basically trying to grow with our with our listeners. It's not necessarily. It's just our personal experience with what we've done. So we don't want to tell you do this, do that, and then something happens to you. And then you come back to us. Oh, I did this, but it didn't happen. No, we're just saying our personal experience. You can learn from our mistakes and do better than how we did. So yeah, you know this guy. Like he was once the richest guy in the world, Warren Warren Buffett. Yeah, yeah. There's one quote by Warren Buffett which says that like if you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you're going to work until you die. What do you think about this saying? I mean, that's very true, to be honest, because if you're only working, like the working time, let's say nine to five, without any side hustles that make you some passive income, yeah, yeah. I don't think you're going to be, you're going to get into it anywhere in life. You're, just gonna, you're only going to be paying for your necessities, which is heart, um, shelter, food, clothes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then you want to do more. You want to do more for your family. You want to go on holidays. You want to buy nice cars. And... The nine to five is not gonna buy all of this unless I don't know what you what you do is like a very very big profession. Okay. But then I believe everyone who has a nine to five has a side hustle, yeah, and that's yeah. how life is supposed to be. You're not supposed to rely on one income. So you relying on different incomes is what makes you rich. Okay. So making money while you sleep, money is just going in your account. That means you're not really working hard. I'm not to say that you're not working hard, but you're not really working hard like sweating tears. But then there's money going around for you. When you wake up, there's money in the account. That's how it's supposed to be in life. How about you? What do you think of that quote? 
Yeah, so are you, are you trying to tell me like the, the only way to make money while you sleep is through real estate, right? Not really. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot of ways to make money while you're sleeping. And if you guys have been listening to us since our first episode, you'll understand that there's not only one way to make money while you're sleeping. There's a lot of ways. But just today, we're going to focus on the main topic, which is real estate. So we'll show you guys how to make money while you're sleeping with real estate. But it's a question. It's a general question. You come to a conclusion at the end, and then you'll know your own conclusion. Is real estate a scam or not? So we're going to tell you what we went through, and then you can answer the question yourself. Is it a scam or is it not? Yeah. yeah. But before we dive into that, I think... Passive income, the word passive income, is not real. It's just a myth. It's a myth because they say there's no work involved. Just put in your money, invest, and money will be coming in while you're sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Why? People who say real estate can give you passive income. Do you know like the stress that comes with real estate, dealing with bad tenants, evictions? You have you to go to it's court. It's really passive. Yeah, you have to go to court. Like there's a lot of things that are happening in the world of real estate. But people still call it like passive, make money while you sleep. Bro, I've been dealing with very bad tenants. Especially in our culture, people don't really believe in like working. Some people good. don't pay rent for like three months. It's really, really bad. And now you have to be bad with them. You have to quarrel with them. People don't really know. People just, the people that offer online courses don't really tell you about this. They're telling you this for free. So take notes or you're gonna end up paying for a course that's not really gonna teach you anything. Just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. And most, most random guys like you can find on YouTube, they're talking about stuff that they're, they're not doing themselves. Do you know, uh, in our first episode, we talked about having an online course. To be honest, not every online course that you see online, people do their online course. People learn through the same way we're like, not even necessarily how we learned. We yeah. learned through the hard way. We have to go through personal experience. But then some people that do online courses just learn through YouTube. Okay. Oh, how did this guy do it? How did this guy do it? So then they just create their online course and then they make, they sell. Why do they sell? Marketing. Okay. They know okay. how to market their online course, hence why they make a lot of money. Okay. So just make sure you don't fall for the for, for booby trap. For you paying for a course, cool, you could understand a thing or two, but then they don't listen, they don't necessarily go deep. And but MYOD goes deep. We're gonna be talking about everything. Literally, we're gonna tell you if it's something, first of all, let me just comment down below. If there's any topic you want us to look into and we'll come back to you guys and tell you whatever you want to hear we'll tell you about the advantages the disadvantages if it's real or not it's just our view isn't it and talking about online courses one of the best advice that i can give to you guys before you listen to someone do not listen to anyone who has not done what you want to achieve let's say you want to learn about real estate you should go to someone who has been successful in real estate someone that have been doing real estate that's why i said before like you are doing real estate, I'm doing real estate. Yeah. We're talking everything that we're going to share today yeah. is from our personal experience. experience yeah, because we've been dealing with real estate for, for a very long time. So before we really dive in, into the advantages and disadvantages, um, some of the viewers might know real estate, some of, some of you guys might not, but I promise you, I was once like you guys, I thought real estate was only buildings and land, but then real estate really does go deep. And I'll let my co-host here explain to you guys what real estate really is. What is real estate? Because when I thought, before, before I really got into it, I thought real estate was only buildings, land. But then I came to realize that real estate is more than land and just buildings. So what really is real estate? Real estate is a very wide term. Like real estate includes land and any improvements to the land. Also, 
real estate can refer also to like, like physical properties. And most of those physical properties are the property that occurs naturally, right? For example, like minerals. You know, minerals can be considered as real estate. Crops can be considered as real estate. Water can be considered as real estate. And there are... Can I ask why? Because some people might be asking, might be wondering why my crops or why my minerals be considered as real estate. If you ask me why, and yeah, I'm just gonna tell you, like, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> just take take it that way. Minerals can be considered as real estate. Because they're from the land. As I said, real estate includes land and any physical improvements to it. Right? Yeah. Like physical property. So is land the only type of real estate that, that's there? Or is there more types of real estate? Land itself is a type of real estate. Okay. Yeah, so there are like four types of real estate. We have residential real estate. We have commercial real estate. We have industrial real estate. And we have land. So land is just like a portion the real estate so talking about residential real estate like any any kind of real estate that's the main purpose of for it is like for living purposes yeah that's called residential real estate so when you come to commercial real estate it includes like any building that that can be used for commercial purposes like for business purposes mainly to earn some money for example we're on this building we're doing a podcast here yeah yeah, we're sharing information for free because you guys should subscribe because we're going to be dropping this kind of information every single week. This place, if we use this to live, maybe if you had a bed there, you would be sleeping. Are we consider it as residential? Yeah, it's considered as residential. But right now, it's commercial. It's commercial because we are doing podcasts in okay. here, which is business. Yeah, yeah and what's yeah. the industrial real estate? Industrial real estate mainly includes like buildings that are used for production and manufacturing right? or any other industrial industrial purposes and you can consider that as uh, industrial real estate and i guess land you've already explained about land the minerals and everything but i think yeah. land is the most basic real estate they could actually know yeah yeah so so if you have if you have land that you can use for farming or you can just have land that you want to hold so that it can rise in value yeah also that's that's one way to make money with real estate that we're going to dive into a bit later on so if you have just a piece of land whether you have a ranch on that land or just a bare land, yeah, that's a form of real estate, which is land. It's not commercial, it's not industrial, it's not residential, it's just land. Yeah, maybe it can have minerals, as we said, like minerals can be real estate. Maybe the land can have water, anything. Like, even crops can be real estate, you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're telling me once that crops could be real estate. I thought that was crazy. So if you if you own any crops, you own you own you own some real estate. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you have maize, that's real estate. <laughs> it's just crazy to think that having maize could have to be real estate, or having wheat, or having banana. <laughs> I don't know about banana, but then oh, but banana grows on the tree, and the trees and the trees on the land. So that could be considered as real estate. Yeah, so you guys, tell us what you think. Comment down below. Is banana real estate? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, anyways, coming back to to the main topic, what do you, um, what's real estate been like to you? Would you say, obviously, I want you to tell me the the drawbacks that you found in real estate. So, obviously, there's advantages and disadvantages. I want want you to start with the disadvantages of that you've incurred during your business over there in the real estate. Real estate is like, it's considered as an investment, right? Or it can be just like a shelter for you to live. But most people buy real estate 
for the sake of investing. Yeah. But now real estate is not for everyone. Okay. Because real estate is expensive, man. Okay. Like it's very expensive. One of the investments that have like very high upfront cost is real estate. Before you dive into real estate, you have to make sure you're not a brokey. Also, you have to invest what you can afford to lose yeah. in real estate. Because real estate also has, has its own risks. There's no investment that has no risk. Very and, true. and if you look at the global financial crisis of 2008, the main cause of the global financial crisis was real estate. Okay. Of course, it started in America and then it had like a domino effect, like the whole world. We felt it. So you're talking about um, you have to uh, you have to you have to invest on in what you can afford to lose, right? Yeah. So people might be scared by the well, what you just said. So what I would like to know personally, and what the viewers would like to know is that what made you realize that this is what I should invest in, or this property would make would make me money. Like well, how how did you do your research? Um, you know, investing the word invest is like those those stuntmen, you know, those magicians. Have you have you ever seen those magicians like they put they have a hat, yeah, they put a rabbit inside and then three rabbits come out. So that's investment. Means you put your money somewhere, expecting let's say you put one dollar, expecting in one, two years, three years, four years, or maybe twenty years, you're gonna get five dollars out. So it's like magic. But also you can fail. You yeah. invest one dollar and you're gonna get wrecked, right? And yeah. you're gonna lose all of it. Yeah. Same way, you know, it it has happened before. People think like real estate is like is one of the safest investments. Don't get me wrong. There's no any career that has made more millionaires in the entire world more than real estate. Okay. Yeah, but still it's risky because as as I said, it happened in two thousand and eight. Real estate collapsed and it caused a global financial crisis which the entire world felt it. So we're talking about high upfront costs on real estate. Before you invest in real estate, you need to have money and it requires a lot of money. Whatever you want to do, maybe you want to build your own house or you want to buy a house. If you want to pay cash upfront or if you want to get a mortgage, you need to have a down payment, which is huge. Yeah. And most companies, most banks, they take like 20%, right? So it's very expensive. It's not for everyone. Yeah. So. If you have, if you just have like some real savings, I don't advise you to get into real estate. If you have small savings, real estate is not for you. There are people who have savings, and there are people who have like reserves. So in real estate, uh, people who have reserves, that's the money that you can use to invest in real estate. And coming back to your question, it depends on the purpose of that investment. There are different kinds of investment in real estate. Yeah. For example, right, you can just buy a piece of land for the sake of like holding it, let's say for 10 years, maybe you see like, okay, okay, this place, this piece of land, you think or you believe like in the future, more infrastructure is going to be developed on that place, you know, more people are going to move in, right? Yeah. And as you know, real estate is limited, like it's limited. You can like land, you cannot increase land and the population is always increasing, right? Yeah. So you know now, if the population is going to increase, the demand is going to increase as well, but the supply of land is still the same, you know? Yeah. So if the demand increases and the supply remains the same, what happens to the price? The price goes up, that's very, very obvious. Like, so you appreciate Simple economics, right? Yeah, that, that's one of the ways. And another, another way, you can just buy a house just for the sake of flipping it. I say, okay, I'm buying this house and I'm gonna flip it. You see the house and you think it's undervalued or you see a house, you think, okay, this house, I can add some value to it and I can, I can resell it, right? 
we also talked about 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 lead selling, you know, in the in the previous podcast. And yeah, if you didn't watch the first episode, we talked about lead selling. You can go and watch it. So you can flip house. You can just buy a house and and lead sell it. Yeah, that's another way to make money with real estate, right? Yeah. In the current world, making money with real estate is not just by buying real estate. You can also talk about real estate. You can also create a course about real estate. It's still making money with real estate. Some people make a lot of money with real estate, but all they do is talk about real estate. They don't even do real estate. Oh, they can just have one or two houses, but then end up talking about it, gain an audience, and then sell a course. So brand yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's another way to make to make to make money with real estate. So it's just it's just a matter of planning, knowing what you want with the investment for you to make the money back, right? Yeah, yeah. And beware, like we're not financial advisors. This is just our personal experience and what we think. So you just have to you have to you just have to plan yourself out, do a risk assessment. If anything goes sideways, are you ready to lose this money? You know, real estate is something that's real. You can see it, you can touch it, you can renovate it. Yeah. It's real. No, they say seeing is believing. People love real estate because of cash flow. You know, real estate is one of the investments that provide cash flow, like regular cash flow. So if you have real estate, let's say you have commercial or residential. And you have a tenant living inside, you can be collecting rent daily. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that that later because we're just but, talking about the um, products. You just talked, just talked about um you you have a commercial or you have a residential yeah, and yeah. there's tenants. I think one of the drawbacks to in reality to be honest is tenants. What do you think of having like bad tenants? My personal view is that to be honest, in the world that we live in, you have two types of people. Okay. There's the one type of that we're one type of person that doesn't want anything bad like rent is due they'll pay their money they just okay. don't, they just don't want nothing bad in their life like they, they don't really care about this moving prolonging someone or something yeah. but then they have that other type of person that's so annoying for them when you tell them rent is due it's like you're telling them get out the house or it's like they think that you just want to quarrel with them one more time you're staying in my house i just want you to pay me so what do you think about these type of uh, this the second type of people the tenants that's one of, of the drawbacks of real estate like having bad tenants and that's why I think that's the most annoying drawback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very annoying. And that's why, like, before you get a tenant in, you should do your research. You should screen the tenant. You should know that can this tenant really pay this money? And if they don't pay, what can you do? That's why we have contracts, right? Yeah. Because tenants can be a pain in the They can destroy your house. Some tenants just don't want to pay. You know, it's actually a strategy, right? Some tenants will just live in your place and then they won't pay you like for three months, four months, and then they escape. You know, I've had, I've had a tenant who did that to me. Is it? Tell them like, the story. That guy owes me money for one month <laughs> and he never paid me until today. And I actually messaged him yesterday, like, bro, I need my money. And this was way back when I started real estate. I didn't know the ins and outs. So whenever I was accepting tenants, I didn't use to charge like, uh, what 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 is this called? Deposit fee. Uh, deposit fee. I didn't I mean, know anything about deposit. That's fee. one of the best strategies. I think you could if you, if you want to get into real estate. Yeah. When you want to prepare a contract, I think one of the best things they could include is a deposit fee. One. Tenants don't really care about your house. It's not their house. At the end of the day, yeah. they will destroy your house. But if you if you put down a deposit fee, they will care about their money because they want their money back. Two, if you put down a deposit fee, they want to pay their money back on time because you could either just take them out of the house and have their deposit fee cover the rent. That's why most people tell you you have to put one month deposit. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of this type of um, this type of situation, 
So guys, um, if, you, if you're creating a contract, just try to include a deposit fee because the deposit fee can save you from a lot of stuff. You don't wanna, you don't wanna not put the deposit fee and then the tenant just leaves the house and you're not know, take them to court, pay legal fees, pay, do pay this, pay that. It's gonna just prolong your time. You need that time, time is really one. And like, before you get into real estate, you have to do very, very deep research, you know? As the word says, do not invest in something that you don't understand. You have to Before, understand fully. <laughs> when you're doing your research, I think just a little tip. Yeah. Watch Make Your Own Destiny Talks. Because this could be one of your research. Because we're gonna, we literally are diving into the world of money. We're yeah, going to be yeah, talking yeah. about money. We're going to be providing value. It's just a matter of you just taking notes and understanding. And just like, comment, subscribe, share it to your friend. Gain some value so that you just don't waste your money just looking at TikToks and Instagram. Just watch our podcast. We learn a lot. Yeah, yeah. Just and, a little tip. I'm just saying. And don't just end up like watching. You can also listen to a podcast. And actually, let's give them like a moment of silence, like a 10 second moment of silence for everyone of you who is just watching, listening, and is not following, is not subscribing. <gasps> Subscribe, man. You're watching. Welcome back. That's a good 10 seconds. I hope you've subscribed now. I hope you've shared it to your friend. I hope you've told him what you've learned today. Until now, you've learned about bad tenants. You've learned about real estate. And if you haven't watched the first episode, go back and watch it. We talked about ways how to make money. And that's just the start. So, I mean, now that we've talked, I know I'm surely there's not just only two drawbacks in real estate. Yeah. We've talked about tenants, having bad tenants. We've talked about uh, upfront costs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you think is another drawback in real estate? Okay. Another drawback, you know, most people think like, because land limited in supply, the price is always going to go up. But there are market fluctuations in real estate. People don't really consider that. The market always fluctuates depending on demand and supply. Sometimes the demand of real estate can be high, sometimes can be low, depending on economic conditions. Yeah. So also the value of real estate can go low. You can buy a house today, maybe it's worth $100,000. And in two years, it can be worth $50,000. Yeah. Probably you live in Zimbabwe, the currency has collapsed. It's going to affect real estate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's one of the risks that everyone should be careful about. So I guess like you could just say like real estate is low, it's a bit of like crypto. It could go up, it could go down. Yeah, so yeah. you just have to know what you want to invest in. But that's the honest truth, man. Like, don't just buy something just because someone told you to do so. Guys, by the way, this guy is very big on real estate. One thing that, to be honest, um, I'm not going to lie, like, all of us learn from each other, right? Yeah, yeah. I want, I want to learn from you guys. If you guys have any suggestion about real estate, I mean, if you guys got into real estate, put, if anything, we left out, write it down below. What drawback you guys got into? And obviously, later on, we're going to talk about advantages. Tell us what advantages you came across and tell us how you think another way you could say you could make money. But we're going to cover that later on. But then, obviously, we can hear what you want to say. But at the same time, this guy's big on real estate, right? So what I learned from him is he doesn't just look at a property. For example, I remember one. I remember one, once we went somewhere and we saw a property, right? And then I told, I told him, let's just invest here and let's do Airbnb, right? What he did, he came back to me. He looked at the location, did his own research. He came back to me and said, there's no money here. And I looked at it, I thought there was money. But then when you read his research, you can understand there's literally no money. So before you do anything, understand, first of all, you should know how to say no. Because your friends might not be your friends at the end of the day. They just want to take your money because they could be getting a commission out of it. Or you never know. Like, just do your own research. So, so one, learn how to say no. Two, research that's the best i could say to be honest 
Yeah. We can always tell you that never forget to do your own research. Make sure you understand. If you don't, seek out a financial advisor as what we're talking here is our personal experience is not financial advice. At all. So man, you know, you know, people people are really quick, like they'll put they'll put money somewhere and then they'll rush to sue Monty after they lose that money. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. Guy, it is. I'm not providing no financial <laughs> advice. It's just a podcast for all of us to grow. But we talk, okay, cool. We talked about market fluctuations. We talked about tenants. We talked about um, upfront costs. Yeah. I want to talk to you, to you guys about the, the stress you go through after a tenant has done damage to your house and is nowhere to be seen. Now you have to renovate the house. Yeah, that's maintenance and repair expenses. They can be very high. So before me and Musa knew about the whole deposit fee thing. What happened was you'd see someone leaving the house and then you're looking at it, you're like, what the hell? Like, what am I doing? You have to pay to fix the bedroom. You have to pay to fix it. Like, at least you're basically take one whole month of profit. You could, that could be a profit. You have to put it back in the house where it wasn't you that damaged the house. Like, mm. it just hurts. <laughs> think about a breakup and think about just looking at your house. Someone just damages your house and there's nowhere to be seen. That's mm. one of the big things that personally... Obviously, it's not a big drawback, but then it's just so annoying. Yeah, but it's something that you could easily cover by just putting a deposit fee. So, like, what do you? What, what's your personal experience with like maintaining your house? It's crazy because last year it happened to me. Like, there's one property that I managed. So, I managed that property and and I I rented out those people. They're tax people, you know. So in that property, you know, there's like a very big garden on the property, right? Yeah. So I think the wife. Unfortunately, because there's a garden, there are snakes, like small, small snakes. So it happens once that his wife saw a snake and she was very, very freaked out seeing a snake. And it, she only saw a snake like once after living for six months. But that's building. nature though. Yeah, yeah. She saw a snake or a lizard, whatever you may call it. I, but I think it was a lizard because, you know, women are so scared of lizards. I don't know why. Just like an innocent lizard. Man, Coming down it's below. crazy. If, you, if you're a woman and you know you're watching, are you scared of a lizard or is this guy just chatting BS? Bro, a lizard is big. Women can, can run away. They can leave a house just because they saw a cockroach. <laughs> so that woman, that woman was like, oh, she went to complain to her husband. And then the husband was like, yeah, my, my wife saw a snake. So your house is not safe. Yeah, so it's either you reduce the rent or you allow us keep pets. I was like, nah, no, I cannot, I cannot reduce the rent just because it's so reason. I said, okay, you can keep pets, right? So keeping the pets, you know what kind of pet that they keep? Well, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so they kept chicken in the house. Like chicken can be very destructive. Personally, I cannot keep a chicken as a pet because eventually I'm gonna feel hungry. Yeah, you can keep a cat as a pet, you can keep a dog as a pet, yeah, but there's some tribe, they eat dogs. Chinese eat dogs. The Chinese, they even eat bats, bro. Okay, let's not think against Chinese people, but you guys just, you guys' taste is just weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not weird, but then I just don't really like yeah. it. Talking about the, the lizard story, so the chickens that were kept as pets, they were destroying everything. They yeah. were eating flowers, they were eating grasses. They were destroying the walls, everything they were destroying. And then I have to 
pay the maintenance costs, have to repair the house. But the good thing is they had a deposit fee. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't live there anymore. So yeah, I had to kick them out and then I used the deposit fee. Yeah. To repair the house. But the then house. imagine you didn't have the deposit fee. Ah, yeah, that's why you have to do your own research. That's why you have to listen to Make Your Own Decent Podcast because we talk about these things for free. Yeah, subscribe, follow, wherever you're watching or wherever you're listening. listening. Yeah, yeah, just do that because we're sharing this information for free. So, yeah, bro, we have discussed like uh, the disadvantages and the shortcomings of owning and investing in real estate. So I think the best way is also to explain like the advantages because anything that has disadvantages i've got advantages yeah 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 and so, i'm pretty sure that's what everyone's, everyone's been waiting for they want to hear the advantages of investing in real estate yeah yeah yeah. don't yeah, worry yeah. guys we got you so real estate is an asset as you know like an asset is something that brings money into your pocket right yeah but also real estate can be a liability okay it can be taking out money from your pocket right yeah let's say let's say you own you own a house that that you live in right you're going to have to maintain it, you're going to have to repair it. So it's going to be taking money out of your pocket. Probably you're going to be paying more mortgage. So it's going to be bringing you expenses. As we all know, like all that liabilities do is bring you expenses. So let's talk about real estate as an asset. So as you know, assets brings money into your pocket. So what are the advantages of real estate? I think personally, the biggest advantage of real estate I could think about is how an asset can appreciate in value. But then in the shortcomings, we did talk about how the market can fluctuate. Okay. So, I really just think that with the good research, the properties that you buy or the asset that you have really does appreciate value. So, that fruit that you get from having $1 going to $5 is yeah. what I personally I think is the biggest advantage. This appreciation in value. Okay. And that appreciation in value, the extra money that you get is what makes people rich. Okay. But that's my personal view. That's my biggest advantage I could think about real estate. But then, what's your personal view? I mean, oh, do you think it's the same advantage for you? Actually, that is one advantage of real estate, appreciates value. Because as we discussed earlier, yeah. like real estate is limited. You can only have the same amount of land, but the demand is always increasing. Mm. Like, as you know, population increases year after year. So more people will be demanding real estate, more people will be demanding more land, yeah. more people will be demanding more houses to live in. So as the demand grows, the price also increases. So one of the best ways to make money with real estate is through appreciation. And another way that most people love about real estate is the cash flow that comes with it. So let's say you have a land. Maybe you have rented someone who wants yeah. to grow crops. Okay. Or maybe someone wants to establish a ranch. They'll be paying you monthly or yearly. That consistent cash flow, that's one of the best advantages of real estate. And it's not, it's not completely passive because it's going to involve like some work, like maintaining and stuff like Expenses, that. Expenses, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But at least it's not so much hands-on, like a real business with daily operation. Yeah. Know? So yeah. you have to be there. I mean, I want to go back to the, to the um, appreciation of value. I think what people most, mo- what most people do not right now, the stage that we're in right now, they know that in town, places will be so expensive. A small land could be like $1 million. Usually it goes by trends. Let's say we've, we've, we're in one place, but then people are going to go in that direction. So people are going to start building from this direction going to that side. Okay. So what people do is go to the far end and get a property. And the way for people to get there yeah. and then sell the property. Because bear in mind, you have a big land in the countryside, which is going to be going for cheap. But as soon as people start moving, the land goes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the smartest way of investing. That's what I'm saying. Just do your own research, man. 
And you don't know you can make millions out of this. But yeah, going back into the passive income that you could be getting, making money while you're sleeping. As we discussed earlier, it's not completely passive. Yeah. There should be some amount of work that you be doing, like maintaining, looking after it. It's not completely passive, but yeah, it's a very good way to earn income on the side, like owning real estate. We have discussed like two advantages that you can make money with real estate. Like one is through long-term growth, real estate like appreciating in value due yeah. to demand and supply. And the second one, like income, income, monthly income that you're going to be getting, the cash flow. So what do you think is the third advantages of, of, of owning real estate? Another advantage I could think about is leverage, having leverage, right? Okay. You were talking about having good credit while having a mortgage. Okay. Um, one of the ways of having good credit is looking at like what type of assets do you have or like do you like everything's just about credit like paying back money or you have an asset so sometimes taking a loan from a bank let's say for example you already have one asset right let's say you have okay. a building okay let's say if you want to build another building because a previous episode you said um, smart people don't use their own money to 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 make investments right uh, they use other people's money yeah for example bank or friends money yeah. so most rich people, what they do is just take money from the bank, take a loan from the bank. Yeah. But then you can't really take a take a loan from the bank without putting something on hand, yeah, like yeah. something you, you. If you don't pay it back, you're gonna lose it, right? Yeah. So having an asset is one of the best ways of having leverage. I could have this room and give my room to the bank and say I want a, I want ten thousand shillings. But then you have my room in case I don't pay you back. You can take my room. Yeah. So I think personally, I think it's a very good leverage to grow your 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 um to grow your portfolio, building more houses, but just putting down your your assets, but then you have to put a smart way. Yeah. Don't take something that you know you can't pay back. For example, I have a, I have a, I have a, I have a, I have a quite a good story, yeah? Yeah. So, um, there's a place where I used to live, right? Okay. So one day I was just chilling in the house okay. and I started hearing gunshots. Okay. So I was thinking, what's going on? I got outside, I see big guys, like literally big, because I think the bank, they don't take police officers. Okay. They take big guys. So the, the people went inside the house, the guy, took a loan from the bank and put his house down okay. as, le- um, as leverage, right? Okay. But then he couldn't pay back the money. Okay. So what happened was, the guys, they came back to, they came back to take the house. Okay. T- t- came with guns, took back their house. Like so the, Like the bank? Yeah, the bank, because okay. they couldn't pay back the money. Okay. And then what did, I, what did, he, what did he do to get the money? He pulled yeah. down his house, right? Okay. So this is a disadvantage of putting down your house as leverage. Okay. If you can't pay back the money, they take your house. So just, as you said, Put down what you can afford to lose, right? So yeah. I don't know where he where he went after that, to be honest. Banks and all, all these like credit unions that offers offer offers loans. Yeah, they love real estate because it's fixed. You cannot move it. Like, yeah. If you have a house somewhere, it's gonna be there. That's that's how it is, right? Although although right now there are houses that that are movable, right? <laughs> like you can just take a house from here and move it. It's I don't know. Remember, remember the one that I showed you? Yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. the house that I showed you? Yeah, yeah, the boxable house. Yeah, right? the boxable house. I mean, yeah. I think we're gonna put down the video. You guys are gonna see it. That yeah. video is crazy, man. That's a yeah. video. What the hell? Yeah, the technology is advancing right now. Real estate is no longer fixed. You can move it. So far, so good. Like the banks really love real estate. So if you have a real estate as a collateral and you want to lend money from a bank, they're probably gonna accept you. I mean, just talk about the boxable house. It's so crazy how we're moving. Imagine <laughs> I put down my house there. I see there's no market. Boop! I take my house, put it somewhere <laughs> else. There's no market, take it somewhere else. That's a good way to make money, man. This yeah. technology is crazy. Yeah, I mean, like, when you sent me that box of a house, I was like, hmm, this is the future. 
Yeah, it's the future. Nice. And actually, you know, you know this billionaire like Elon Musk. He lives in one. Yeah, he lives in one. He lives in one. That's crazy. So he can just move in with with his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta be you gotta be surprised about how much it costs. How much did it cost? It costs around fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, but then obviously you have to consider tax. You have to consider everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know how how can that really be taxed. You know, I don't know, but you know, they're gonna figure it out. (laughs) It's gonna be crazy, man. (laughs) I don't think we have it in the country yet. We don't have it here. I don't think so. We could be the first people to bring it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you could be the first person to bring it if you listen close to our podcast. Yeah, yeah. You can take exactly. this as an opportunity, but bear in mind, we're not financial advisors. Another big advantage of, of owning real estate is the opportunity to diversify. You should not put all your eggs in one basket, right? Okay, let's say, let's say you want to invest in a in business, right? You cannot just invest in one business. You cannot yeah. just depend on one source of income, right? Yeah. You should have, like, multiple sources of income. And, and real estate is one of the best ways to diversify so that you can... You can reduce your risk. You can have a very diversified portfolio. Like in your portfolio, you can have real estate, you can have businesses, you can have a lot of stuff in a portfolio. You can have art, right? All those are, are different kinds of assets that you can own on your portfolio. Most real estate investors that I know personally, yeah. they don't really have, they don't really do real estate as a, like a, as a, like a proper job. What they do is just like a side hustle, okay. which makes them a lot of money, right? Okay. So. As you said, you can't just rely on one source of income. You have to like have different types of source of income. But for the wealthy people that I know, yeah, they just consider real estate as, a, as a, just a side hustle. Putting money in real estate is one of the best ways, like to avoid inflation. As you know, if you keep cash in the bank, you are hundred percent guaranteed. Like if you put two hundred thousand in the bank, if you keep it as cash, the purchasing power of it is gonna go low because yeah. of inflation. So if you keep money in real estate. There's a potential of your money to appreciate, and you also you also get monthly income, monthly cash flow. So yeah, that's one of the best ways that you can protect yourself against against inflation. Is real estate. I mean, to close the advantages, to be honest, I think most people when they have real estate, they feel like a sense of accomplishment. Imagine just driving by and just you see your properties just there, like this is mine. Like it just feels that type of like. like enjoyment or like accomplish accomplishment in your heart like but then end of the day to be honest i think we've just been talking about like building real estate i don't think we've really talked about how you can make money through real estate because you don't necessarily have to own real estate to make money we've talked a bit as a we've talked about as like as a wide perspective if you go if you want to go into it there's a lot of ways you can make money through real estate you don't really have to own real estate just to close about the sense of accomplishment, someone just drives by, just sees their house. I mean, that's just a good joy. I mean, personally, I don't know. The, the feeling is just different. But then, moving on, we, to be honest, we've just been talking about a gen- generic view that's saying owning like a real estate, building a house, that's, that's how we've been looking at it. Yeah. But right now, we're just going to jump in on how you can make money through real estate without actually owning any real estate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think about just making money through real estate without owning any real estate? Yeah, I think that's the best feeling, like... You can make money with real estate without having to go through buying real estate. For example, you can be renting other people's houses. You don't have to own them. You can rent and then you can list them on Airbnb, right? And make money. You can, you can be renting a house, let's say you rent a house for, for a month or for two months or for three months or for a year. Yeah. And then you'll be, you'll, be, you'll be renting it out short term for days, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you can, you can make a very good amount of money. I mean, yeah, I think that's like one of the easiest ways to, you can make money. I'll give you like a sh- simple short story. He probably doesn't want me to say, but so what Musa used to do was 
he used to my, he, used, he used to have his own properties, right? Um, he used to list them on Airbnb and got to the point where he didn't necessarily have to have any 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 properties, did you? Yeah, yeah. People used to come to him, offer him um, properties, and told told him to manage the properties at a certain percent. That's one easy way you can make money. That means he's not losing any money. What he has to do is make sure that the the properties are well managed and look well look after. Yeah, yeah. I mean, talk to me about that. What, what, what? Tell me, tell me the way. The viewers probably want to know how you got to that point where you're just managing people's properties for a certain percent. So you're just making, you're literally making good money without literally putting that money down. Actually, there are a lot of people who are doing it, like a lot of big companies that are taking people's houses and they're managing it for them. Yeah, you can you can be managing people's houses on Airbnb or you can just be managing rentals and then you get a commission, you charge a percentage as a fee of managing yeah. the houses. So at the end of the day, you don't have to put any of your money down, right? A lot of companies do this. For example, if you go to Dubai, right, there's a company called MR, MR or Damak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect, yeah, two different. Yeah, yeah, that's what they do. You buy a house from them, right? They make money off you yeah. from selling your house. And they and make then, money to buy. And then after that, you can just give them your house to manage it, right? So they'll, they'll be dealing with, with tenants, they'll be dealing with maintenance and everything. And then they'll be charging a percent. I mean, yeah. And I don't think Damak started from like somewhere. They started small. Probably one guy, two, three people yeah. go went went up, knew how to brand themselves. They did good marketing. What happened was I went to the mall, yeah, yeah. And there's like, there's like a lady and a guy. Okay. Or they tell you just come see the property. They don't be like they don't do hard work. They just give you give you a flyer. Okay. Tell you what time are you free tomorrow? I'm gonna come pick you up. Yeah. You know what? I was with my friend. I said okay, cool. We're just gonna go and see it out, right? So what happened? What they did was they come pick you up in a very 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 good car. Okay. They come pick you up with a good chauffeur, take you to take you to the place of some big building. Okay. You go to the building and they start telling you, you can buy this house, we look after you. Like so basically what they're just telling you is they're just they're just trying to buy you to buy the house so okay. that they can make money. Okay. But then you don't have to be like them, to be honest. You just have to know how to brand yourself. People will come to you at the end of the day. Because there's a lot of um, distressed investors that don't know what to do with their properties because they didn't do proper um, research. So yeah. now they're looking for ways on how to make money because they don't want to sell their property. They want to keep it for long-term growth. They don't want to sell their property. So what they do is they just look for people such as like Musa to look after their properties so that they can just get, get income. So they don't really mind giving Musa a certain percent because end of the day, it's their property. They can do whatever they want at the end of the day, but then they don't have their time. They're doing other businesses. As, as, as I said, it's a, there's a lot of sources of income. Yeah, so yeah. they're looking at other sources of income while Musa's looking for that property. So it's, as you said, it's not really rocket science. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. So like another way you can make money through real estate like without having any capital is contract flipping, right? Okay. As I said, there's a lot of investors. There's a lot of distressed investors. Okay. Without taking someone new doing a proper plan. But it doesn't really matter about the plan. The plan could be good. But then, you know, sometimes you need cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put your money somewhere, you have to... You have to afford to to lose the money, right? Yeah. But yeah. There's some point you might need that money. Yeah. Does it? You could be you do you don't want to lose it, but then you, you might need the money to do something else, right? Okay. So, what happened is sometimes they're looking for they're they're so desperate they're looking to sell. Okay. You could be that type of person who has connections everywhere okay. to other rich investors. So other rich investors will just see that opportunity, right? So okay. imagine putting down the two, getting a, a rich investor and a distressed seller. Okay. So then they they're gonna buy, but then you're the one who brought them together. You're gonna to have to get a commission out of that sale. Okay. That's boom. There's no rocket science. You already made money. Yeah, yeah. And usually there's a certain percent you can make money off it. Okay. 
Okay. Please tell me that's easy. Like I, I personally yeah, yeah. see that as a, as an easy way to make money through like real estate. I don't. I don't think it's easy. It's an easy way because uh, I believe there's no easy way to make money. Yeah. But but that's one of the ways that you can make money through real estate without having money. You just talk about being an agent, right? Yeah. Or a broker, right? Yeah. So your your job is just to connect like the buyers and sellers, yeah. right? And then you earn commission, right? Yeah. You don't need to have a lot of money to be a broker. You can just people usually start small, going to a big, making making themselves a big brand, yeah, to the yeah, point yeah. where. If someone wants to sell something, they just don't have to go to Musa. I want to sell my property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think being a broker is one of the best businesses in the world. For example, the owner of Airbnb, right? Yeah. He don't own any property, right? <laughs> what he does, he just connects the people who need properties and the people who have properties. And then he charges commission, right? But him, he does it at a very large scale. And he's making a lot of money. I don't know how much Airbnb is making, but... It's huge amount of money. It must be huge because yeah. even if it's one percent, it's still crazy. I think Airbnb is the largest owner of real estate right now, Probably. but they don't own any real estate. Any real estate. Like it's just it's just like Facebook and YouTube and all this digital platform. They don't create any content. They don't own any content, but they get the commissions. Their job is just connect the content creators and the people who consume the content, right? Yeah. And the end commission. In the between yeah you can do this in any kind of business right you can just connect the buyers and the sellers yeah and you get your commission without having an actual product so what, what do you think what do you think I mean, we've talked about ways to make money without having any capital right yeah so let's say i have reserve money okay what's another way you can make money through real estate yeah so if you have a lot of money and uh, you can be a, a real estate developer just as as damak does right yeah. They develop real estate because they have a huge amount of capital and then later they sell it, right? I'm sure what they do, like they sell it for more than they spent building the real estate. And at the end of the day, after selling it to you, they will still make money even after they sell properties, right? I've seen like 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 one of the buildings here in Jerusalem. It's a very huge building. It's almost like thirty floors. Okay. It's an apartment complex, right? So what they did is they created the building, they built it to the top, right? Yeah. After building it, they sold all the apartments, right? But still, even after selling, they still manage that building, yeah. right? So they're still charging people the service fee, right? So they're still making money out of the service fee, right? So being a developer, you can make a lot of money in real estate being a developer. And I think, like Dama or the Chinese, it, it could get to a point where you don't, they don't have to put their money down. Yeah, because you know some people that some investors have a lot of money to the point where they don't know what to do with it. Okay. So what they do is go to Damak, tell them I wanna build a house, but then I wanna I wanna make my money back, right? Okay. So what the, what Damak does, make builds the house, builds the building, sells that sells the building, the the investor gets their money, Damak gets no commission. So imagine starting on a smaller scale, aiming to go high to that point. So you just have to believe. You just have to you just have to plan down what you wanna do. Well, if you really love real estate, start small. You don't have to go big. No one starts big. You have to start small, going all the way to the top. Sky's the limit. You can do whatever, man. Even if you're from any country, you just have to do planning. Yeah, so another way that I've seen people make money with real estate is through flipping. I've seen a lot of people, like, they buy houses which they think they're undervalued, they renovate it, and they sell it at a higher price. Yeah, you can make a lot of money also doing that, like flipping. What do you think about, about flipping houses? I mean, you talked about it and you said you can look at a value you can look at a house that's undervalued 
yeah. And then you could, do... guys, I, I think I'm going to mention this every time. Research, 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 planning. You can see a house that's undervalued, right? What you do is you just see, oh, okay, if I add this, if I add that, yeah, yeah. it could boost up some money. Yeah. Boost up some money, you sell it. And that's what some people do. They, they copy, the, the money just goes around and they just take the profit. Yeah. So let's say I have, I, have 10, I have 10 million, right? Okay. What they do is take the 10 million, buy a house, renovate it, flip it. I make 15 million. Take the 10 million, do it again, make 17 million. So you just keep making your money, keep making your money, keep making your money. I think it's, as you said, there's no easier way to make money. Even though I said that was, it was an easy way, my yeah. bad. But then there's no easier way of making money. But then it's a, let's say it's a simple way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, you just take a house, undervalued, try add value, be innovative. What, what, what should I add to make this house stand out? Yeah. What should I add to make an investor be interested in buying this house at a higher price than that I bought it for? Yeah. That's, something, that's, that's one way I see people making a lot of money from. That's my point of view. What's your point of view on it? You can be buying houses that are distressed, houses that you think they're undervalued, and then just put some decoration, add your personal touch to it, and then market it as a new renovated house. Most people don't want to go through all the stress like renovating houses. Yeah. They don't have time for that. So if you can do it, renovate it, and list it on the, in the market, yeah, you can make a very quick profit doing that. And a lot of people are doing, are doing it. Most people they don't know because yeah. they are not into real estate. Yeah, but there's a lot of money to be made in real estate for sure. So guys, we've covered um, the advantages, the disadvantages, and ways how to make money through real estate. We've tried to keep it very short and simple. If you think we haven't covered, we've left out any disadvantages or advantages or any way we make money, please comment down below so we can all grow together. So that you guys, listeners, can look at the comments and grow together with us. And I think we've tried to cover the term is real estate a scam can you also comment down below do you think it's a scam from our personal experience because we personally do you think it's a scam or scam? i actually didn't answer the question what do you think is real estate a scam personally uh, uh i think it depends on how you look at it right if you do it the right way if you do your own research i don't think real estate is a scam last episode we did five questions i mean comment down below you guys thought about the five questions and if you guys have any five questions Comment down below if you want us to ask Musa, if Musa wants to ask me, comment down below. Today, we're going to dive in real estate questions. And it's going to be about our personal experience. We're going to see how uh, we've managed to go through our, our journey in the real estate businesses. And we're also going to, it's not, it's not going to be five questions. It's going to be like a short, 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 short answer question. So yeah, let's go through it. Of course, you are, you are doing real estate and you've dealt with a lot of crimes. Yeah. So how do you handle negative reviews from your clients? Mm, that's a very good question, to be fair. But um, I personally think, you know when, you, when, when a client comes for viewing, for viewing a house, right? Yeah. They, they don't really say anything. If, they, if someone moves in a house, that means they've liked it, right? Okay. So the fact they've liked it and they've moved in, I'm doing something right. Okay. So most of the negative reviews comes after I've tried to ask for rent. I've tried to tell them what they're doing is wrong. Like, you know, you know, there's certain agreements that you come across and maybe they break, they break the agreement. So mm-hmm. when you tell someone off, they feel like you're doing something wrong, but it's just in their agreement. So, but sometimes someone says an honest negative review, like you've, you've done this wrong. I don't like how you handle this. What, you, what I usually do is I try to learn from my mistakes. Same way, the main reason for us to be t- talking about real estate is for you guys to learn about our mistakes, the things that we went through, which were wrong, 
so you guys can learn from it and do better than how we did because the end the end game is for all of us to make our own destinies right yeah yeah so that's literally i think that's the best way that i deal with it it's one i try to see how they they told me if someone comes like in a in an arrogant way and just tells me a negative review okay after leaving okay i usually just take it as they just they're just mad at me because maybe i asked for rent okay. or maybe i they, they they had to leave the house because they couldn't pay rent or like they broke the agreement now they had to leave the house okay. those negative reviews you're gonna have negative you're gonna have negativity in, in your life every day like people yeah. are gonna provide negativity to you you just have to just leave it alone just go on with your life but then when someone gives me an honest negative review yeah. what i do is look at it how can i how what why, why is it negative how i'm gonna make it positive because not everyone wants for you to go down some people want you to grow yeah so yeah that's how i deal with it I don't know about you. How do you deal with the negative reviews from clients? Yeah, you know, there, there's always reviews. Like, reviews can be negative, can be positive. Some reviews can make you feel good. The best way to do is reviews. Most, most of the times, if someone says something negative about you, it has nothing to do about you, right? It has so much to say about them, right? Yeah. Yeah, but how I handle it is I only take constructive reviews. For example, someone told me, right, okay, the color of this room looks like shit. It would have looked better if you had painted this room like cream, right? Yeah. I'll look at it, okay, what the benefits of painting cream? And then if it is constructive and it's going to make me level up, then I'm going to take it, right? But all the negativities that has nothing to do with me, I just take them and then Swish. throw them in the trash can. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you're always going to have, neg- people are always going to come to you with negative vibes. You just have to see it. Some people won't wish the world for you. And when they say negative review, it's not necessarily they just want you to downgrade you or anything. They just want you to grow as a, as a partner, as a business. But I think I have another question for you. I mean, you're quite young. Social media is growing. Yeah, yeah. Technology is growing. How would you say you use technology and social media in your real estate business? Um, yeah, like there, there's a lot of ways that you can use technology and social media to expand your real estate business, yeah. right? And one of them is collecting leads, right? Like right now, everyone, almost everyone is, is in social media, right? And we know social media is very social and social media, the future, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You can use, let's say, Instagram, you can use Google ads to reach people, right? You can use them to advertise your properties. You can use them to find clients who wants to rent your houses, right? Yeah, yeah. You can, also, you can also use technology, let's say, to maintain your houses, right? For example, as Airbnb is concerned, right? Right now, if you have an Airbnb house, right? Most people prefer self-checking, right? Yeah. So with the help of technology, you can just have a self-checking box. You can have a camera. So just someone can come in, right? enter a password, get the key, check in your house, right? And then you have a camera there. And the camera will obviously notify you when there's any movement yeah. at the door, right? Yeah, that's technology. And you can use technology in a good way, yeah, to maintain your properties, apart from just getting clients. There's a lot of ways, bro. Yeah, you can use technology. That's true. Man. Yeah, so yeah. those are some of the ways that I use technology and social media to, to my advantage when doing real estate business, yeah. And another question that I want to ask you, like, what motivates you to do real estate? And like, what are your goals for the future on real estate business, since you love real estate so much? I'm not gonna say my, my goals in public, to be honest. You know, everyone has their own goals, they just put them on the side. Yeah, yeah. But everyone just wants, the main goal, everyone wants to be big. 
But what motivates me and drives me in real estate is, you know, everyone in life has an end game, right? We said we 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 saw it ourselves. People become so wealthy in real estate. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. personally don't believe real estate is a scam. Yeah. Everyone everyone has their own goals, right? Yeah. Like as I said, but I don't want to share mine. But then, you know, when you're doing something and you haven't reached your full capacity, okay, that drives you to keep doing it, right? Like you just want to do it until you reach your full capacity. Personally, I feel like I'm still very young. There's still so much potential to grow. So like whenever I sleep and you think about, you know, when you see other people doing it, it motivates you to do it as well. Yeah. So you ask yourself like, why can I not do it? And you just think of innovative ways to make sure you do it. So I think that's what really literally motivates me. But apart from, obviously the main motivation is your family. You're not be wealthy for like your family. Okay. You want your family to wake up in, in, in a good household. You want your family when they want to go on holidays, it's, it's a good holiday. That's literally, that's my biggest motivation, family. But apart from that, is like to come help the society. Because real estate doesn't necessarily just help yourself. Okay. You, help, you help people find shelter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I believe in everything that you do, you can find goodness in, in it. Yeah, you yeah, get yeah. what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So I believe there's a, there's a bigger end game that I'm looking at. That that's what motivates me and drives me to just stay there, to keep doing it. But then, can you guys comment down below, whatever you're doing, can you say like what literally drives you or motivates you to stay? Or like, what do you see as a motivator? Because everyone sees motivation as different aspects. Someone sees motivation as like, not to be poor. Someone sees family. Like, there's just different types of motivation, to be honest, in life. Comment down below, what drives you in your profession? The last question that I have for you, to be honest, bro, is what advice do you have for the viewers that want to get into real estate? Obviously, maybe their answer was real estate is not a scam. Yeah. And they're looking for ways to get into real estate. So what's your advice for them? First of all, this is not financial advice, right? Yeah, if you're looking for financial advice, you should consult a financial advisor, right? Yeah. Yeah, but, but what I can tell you is, if you think real estate is something that you want to pursue, then just go for it. Just do it. Invest what you can afford to lose. Do your own research. I repeat, like, you have to do your own research because you don't want to put your money in something that you don't understand because you'll end up losing it. Also, Seek out for mentors, like people who have done it before you. You can always get mentors. They will guide you step by step, like what to do, what not to do. Yeah, it's going to save you a lot of time, a lot of years. It's going to save you from making a lot of mistakes. That's a shortcut, I think, looking out for mentors. Apart from that, just do it. Real estate is a very good business. You can probably make a lot of money doing it. As, as the saying goes, right, we all know, like, as I said before, there's no career in the entire world that has made a lot of millionaires, right? More than real estate. Yeah. So whatever type of real estate that you want to pursue, yeah, just go for it. You know, opportunity only comes once in a lifetime. Just learn as much as you can, save as much as you can. If you have the reserve, just go for it. Just do it. I mean, he talked about having a mentor. We're doing this for free, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some people <laughs> charged to be saying all of this. Just like, comment, subscribe, share it to your friend. And one thing we never said, our DMs are always open for feedback, so our DMs are always open for questions. Our comments are going to be open for everyone. Comment down below what you think about episodes, what you'd like us to get into, yeah. what, you, what questions you have for us, and we'll be answering them, to be honest. Yeah, and also if you find this valuable, please just share with a friend, right? If it's good for you, if the information that we shared has helped you in one way or another, if you heard of something today that you didn't know about it, yeah, you can share it with your friends, family, you can share it with your mom, grandmom, anyone, anyone, anyone that might find it useful, right? 
Sharing is caring, right? It's all about love. <laughs> it's all about love, right? Yeah, it is all about love. Um, and that's literally the end of our podcast. Today's episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed. I hope you guys have gained some value. I hope you guys have learned a thing or two.